0: Is the Desperate Mothers podcast? Oh my! Check out what these desperate mother are up to this week.
1: Okay, welcome to the Desperate
0: Mothers podcast. I'm CJ Watson, and I'm Jack Fisher.
1: All right, we're this table
0: for two tonight. It's uh, uh, the lighting in here is romantic. <laughs> oh no. So, <laughs> the shadows on your face make you look much more appealing
1: oh, yeah. yeah, old darkness, uh, darkness works in my favor <laughs> <laughs> So this weekend we missed Emerald City Comic Con It's been a Comic Con uh, that's been high on my list to attend for the past few years And we haven't been able to make it
0: Now that would have involved a bit of travel
1: Yeah, yeah. well Emerald City is also high on my list after we make it, make it
0: <laughs> Okay
1: Like, we'll make it to Emerald City when we make
0: it as creators. And, you know, a part of that is uh, just doing everything that you've been talking about doing.
1: Yeah, more doing it more, doing it more consistently.
0: Now, you have been generating content.
1: Well, I've got that episode of uh, I've got the first uh, the, uh, the Elf episode of the Blender Guy up, um, and, and oh, this is hilarious! So I did I shot the Porg episode of that Blender Guy,
0: and, and it all went horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that what the show is about? Isn't that what the entire intent of that Blender Guy is? No, no, the the podcast that's what the podcast is about. The podcast <laughs> is talking about
1: shit that goes wrong and 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 takes us. Off, off our our death our planned path.
0: I I think the whole point of that blender guy is to show uh, situations that could possibly maim or kill you.
1: Well, that very likely happened with the porg episode because because the porg the porg episode of that blender guy was like, I took one of those animatronic porgs with the battery still on it and it on and I put it in that that uh, Blendtec blender what could possibly go wrong right so he barely fit i had to scrunch him down in and the, and the top didn't didn't close so
0: i had to hold the top down with my hand so the porg was actually bigger than the inside of the craft on your bluntic yes okay
1: just a little bit yeah so so i turn him on so he makes porg noises you know the which is some sort of chicken type Puppet sure. noise. Yeah.
0: It's roughly avian in nature.
1: So I've got my big welding gloves on. My big leather welding gloves on. Whatever the cheap ones from Harbor Freight.
0: Now, to your credit, you are at least attempting to provide yourself with some sort of personal protection. Gear. Yeah, I
1: got the goggles on. Got the got the lab coat on. As we know, lab coats are meant to offer like plus one magical protection. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, and I've got the big welding gloves on, which are bought welding gloves because, you know, they're kind of fire resistant.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, leather is, it's pretty stout.
1: Yeah. So I kick up the blender and the porg immediately gets stuck. Like, <laughs> and nothing's happening. So I, I'm jimming it, shaking it, lifting them up, resetting the blender, and I finally get it going. And and the blades start whirling around, and and they take his plastic feet off from under him. And the pork's like going, it's not really moving that much, but <laughs> I think of this stuff's happening more in my head than in reality. And then I hear it, arr, arr, and smoke starts happening, and a, a giant explosion of. Black chemicals fills the bottom of the blender (laughs) as the batteries are ripped out of it
0: and explode. So when you initially discussed this idea with me, I was envisioning maybe the small fist size porg with some, you know, double A alkaline battery in it. Well, I had three
1: triple A batteries in it. Yeah. But he was a big porg, yeah. And he moved. He had the little wheels and everything. <laughs> and then, and then the then the blenders like rumbling because it's trying to grind up this porg bottom with all the, this hard plastic toy, and it's made from China safety goodness happening on it. And then all of a sudden, this <laughs> smoke starts coming out of the top. And I'm like, I don't see any flame, but there's smoke. Oh my gosh, this is how I am going to end up in the <laughs> hospital. <laughs> So,
0: to me, the most terrifying thought in this description of the situation is not necessarily that um, there was imminent danger of an explosion or uh, shrapnel or anything, but I'm personally thinking... What are you currently breathing into your lungs? <laughs> right, right.
1: I don't have a respirator <laughs> on. I'm trying. I'm trying to look like I'm not concerned
0: about all these dangerous <laughs> because chemicals. Because cameras are rolling. How many cameras do you have on this? Uh, I had two cameras on it. Okay, so you're doing like a close-up of the craft and a wide shot that showed you and. Yeah, I wish that close-up. The startled
1: the, look. The close-up of the craft camera would have been on. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I got a new dummy battery and AC unit for it. Uh-huh. I moved the position and mm. somehow f- fucked it up. Okay, <laughs> so I missed a couple of shots. So it was just the wide shot on me that got everything.
0: Yeah.
1: So I didn't die, and there wasn't a big fire. the the hundred and forty hundred and fifty dollar blender craft jar. Yeah. Is now unsafe for food.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not certain how safe it was after the uh, the elf on the shelf. With
1: all that Chinese lead paint in
0: there, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't get all that off either. But um, okay, Um, you can definitely rack this up to lessons learned. I was thinking because the shot was
1: set up all wrong because I told you, I set it up the day before, but then my neighbors had this loud, raucous rock band party and everything and they couldn't shoot and I had to tear down because I was doing it in the living room, or the kitchen, and to set up the next day. And I didn't put the drawer back in the kitchen where that one drawer is broken, so when you're looking at it with the full you know, 16 by nine screen or whatever it is, um, whatever the aspect ratio is, it,
0: you see this hole where the drawer should be, and I'm like, it's fucking distracting. I mean, is it at butt level? Is it at chest level? Is it?
1: It's at waist level. Okay, it's right there at waist level. So <laughs> your your eyes kind of drawn to it from the blender. It's completing that unholy triangle of design.
0: Now the um, the positive outcome is that the. Blendtec tech base is still functional?
1: Yes, yes. I can buy a new blender. You can uh, buy a new jar. craft. Yeah. For only 100 and something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm going to try to your clean Your HMO would consider that a uh, a minor it's expense. It's yeah,
1: It's a cheap deductible.
0: <laughs> so, I'm going to clean this one up as best I can to
1: use it for a few more things before you can't see through the plastic anymore. Sure. Like so, a,
0: so the crap is plastic. It's it's not a glass. No, no, it's not glass. Th- that may have saved you.
1: Yes, definitely. I was thinking about that when things started like possibly exploding. I'm like, hmm. Well, at least I'm gonna crack the glass and end up in my abdomen or anything. Yeah. So, what I was thinking of is there was a story the last few months about vertical video. Okay. Vertical in a, instead of 16 by 9, 9 by 16 aspect ratio, intended to be viewed on your mobile device. I thought. On your little screen. If I take that video, I can edit
0: together a couple of minutes of Porg. And make it look like, you know, you had a gorilla cameraman there that was filming everything with his iPhone. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can I can create mobile content out of it. Sure, it's it's not like you know the the episode that I envisioned, but I can get something out of it for the Desperate Mothers channel.
0: So, uh, is the original in uh, 4K? It is. Oh, so you can so the resolution do a lot of, good. Uh, yeah. I can really do, and...
1: I can really get. I can do a 1080. Nine by sixteen. Okay. So we won't have any reduced resolution. It's just we won't have any sides.
0: Now, um, what I'm thinking right now is that this is something that's going to demand an outtake reel. When you do edit this to whatever form that you're going to release, you uh, within a, a, a day or two need to release the official outtakes.
1: What if I put up, like, I don't know, I want to say for fans only or something like this, like uh, maybe a fan club link only where you get the full seven minutes from start to
0: end. (laughs) Seven minutes of terror?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, then you see me trying to do every take and like think about the lines and then redo them and then redo them. You're like, oh my gosh. Only only a true fan would watch that seven minutes because it'd be like, oh, look, he's just standing there. He's looking at the camera. Oh, he tried that line. Why is he saying that? Why is he saying that?
0: Okay, so maybe you have a blooper reel and at the third layer you have the raw footage the raw footage
1: the whole entire raw episode
0: yeah cuz that that i'm thinking sure hardcore fans or students of film may actually want to watch that whole 7 minutes but so in my <laughs> you give them 30 seconds of bloopers and it could all be all the outtakes it could be the most downloaded thing you've ever done
1: like like when i try to pick up the lid and it flies out of my hands cuz i got those big <laughs> welding gloves on it sounds like gold to me the the full unedited one will be what professors in junior colleges show their social media class students look at this idiot and this is a grown man you do not want to be like him <laughs> so
0: Yeah, your life as a cautionary tale
1: Would not be the first time (laughs) It'd be like grade school Ever since grade school My teachers are like Look, you don't want to be like Charles, do you?
0: (laughs) You're living the dream, man You're living the dream
1: (laughs) I'm a danger to myself And a cautionary tale to others So I was thinking about Maybe possibly doing it again When
0: you say doing it again... um, Subjecting
1: another Porg to the blender.
0: Sacrificing another Porg to the blender gods. Now, would there be anything different about this Porg?
1: I don't know. I don't
0: think so. I
1: think I'd do the same one and try to do it right. I would like to make them smaller, but they don't make bigger blender
0: jars. They don't make smaller animatronic Porgs. So in your mind, what makes this... Attempt likely to end differently than the first one. Well, I would
1: get all of the B and C cam shots that I should have gotten. Yeah, I would block. I would frame the shot better. Okay. There's a there's a lot to be said for shooting a lot because you you learn to frame. Maybe
0: you feed the porg in headfirst.
1: Yeah, I would have done that the the second... Oh, I tried to do that at the end of the video, but then the blender was just done. <laughs> I think A it shut itself off once from overheating. Or...
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Electric motors do not like to be stopped when they're trying to spin.
1: Right, right. So after I, I turn them over and put them in head first and all those sorts of chemical goodness. <laughs> the blender um, was like
0: right going, nope, nope, nope. Do you think... I think maybe uh, on the second attempt, you'd want to do the porg sans the batteries. You could. It seems less dangerous that way. You could do like multiple shots where, in one frame, the porg with the battery is in the blender carafe and you're listening to him make his porg noises. And then you cut, you take the batteries out, and you continue. Well, that's not honest.
1: <laughs> and, and I was thinking about that a whole bunch of times. You know, think of it as a stunt. pork We we talk about this stuff all the time. Like we think of fun things to do, and then if you do the reality, if you if if you perform the thing really, it's not necessarily as fun as if it were fake and cut
0: and propped and edited. Well, yeah, but uh, even Jackass was edited.
1: Yeah, but I don't think they substituted any fake testicles when the testicles got kicked. <laughs> if you're
0: gonna put your testicles in the
1: blender, put testicles in the blender.
0: But you've hopefully learned from jackass.
1: Yeah, and there's something to be said about that. Like, like we talk about the 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 pork, <laughs> the pork stuffed with entrails video.
0: See, I think that would be hilarious. Um, no batteries, but chicken entrails. Yeah, yeah, readily available, cheap. Um, I, yeah i I think that, and you know, maybe uh, it could be a series of uh, pork destruction videos.
1: Yeah, I've thought about that. Just like I think there should be a series of elf suicide videos. <laughs> 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 like remember years ago, there was this hilarious book that came out of the bookstore. Like the the bunny rabbit, the bunny suicides, the bunny rabbit suicides. I do not remember. That. It was just a series of line drawings of different ways rabbits have killed themselves. Yeah. Now I was thinking about doing an Instagram up of pictures where elves are about to commit suicide. (laughs) So like one elf sitting underneath a car tire as it backs up, (laughs) right. Another elf throwing himself into a toilet, right. One sticking his head inside the oven. Uh Just popular ways for elves to kill themselves.
0: (laughs) I I do like it. Uh, it has a um, a morbid darkness to it that that I find appealing
1: Well, it, it takes that, that uh, perpetually happy-faced childlike elf on the shelf And puts him in
0: dire and hopeless situations <laughs> I, I don't think uh, uh, her name is Brianna I uh, don't think she's going to be a fan of this No, no No, she probably won't watch the poor one <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, so we gotta have the the porg, the the many death pork many deaths of porg porg hunting. So come up with something like that.
0: Uh, porg execution.
1: Yeah, because remember in the movie that looked like a porg was gonna take a lightsaber to the head, right?
0: Uh, sure, I remember that. Yeah,
1: and everyone's like going, "I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope," because that'll be funny. <laughs>
0: This segue is brought to you by... Mm,
1: Poop Boots. (laughs) Be ready to poop anywhere. (laughs) Can't take your squatty potty with you, but you can wear poop boots. That's another commercial I need to film.
0: Okay, so... Emerald Comic Con.
1: Emerald City Comic Con. On the list of places we hope to get to soon.
0: Now, exactly where is this place? In in, Oz. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I thought it was. Right, where else would it be? Uh, but in this case, uh, Oz is located uh, on?
1: Uh, North America, Washington, Seattle.
0: Okay, so the Washington, Seattle, is that Portland?
1: Uh... Isn't it Seattle? Washington.
0: Oh, Seattle, Washington, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Portland is at the south end of the state.
1: Yeah, Portland gets packs, right?
0: Portland gets what packs?
1: Uh, no, I think that's in Seattle, also. Oh yeah, Seattle yeah. gets
0: everything. Seattle gets everything.
1: Jerky Seattle keeping all the stuff to themselves.
0: In two weeks, uh, we have WonderCon.
1: WonderCon, that's brought to us by the fine people at International Comic Con. Yeah. The people of WonderCon. For if you can't make it to San Diego, you can probably make it to L.A.
0: Now, um, a friend of mine is planning on going to WonderCon, and he asked me today, uh, Hey, Jack, are you going to WonderCon? And there was that moment where I thought, Ooh, I didn't even know it was coming up. But I really would like to go.
1: Hmm. I'm not sure if I bought tickets or not.
0: I'm pretty sure I didn't. Normally, I... Uh, you know, put that stuff in my Google Calendar and have receipts in my email somewhere.
1: Yeah, I don't take that kind of responsible action.
0: Yeah, my, my Google Calendar pretty much has my life in it.
1: Attention, hack or. <laughs>
0: yeah. If you want to be Jack. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's got the space needle. Right. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't have one of those in Portland, do they? No, no,
0: no, no space needles in Portland. Although they do have a needle exchange, because there's Portland
1: got a lot of exchanges happening. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, Fluid I, exchanges, I, needle exchanges. I, I
1: think they're the only city weirder than the state of California.
0: Um I don't know Austin is is pretty up there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Weird places we need to move to to get <laughs> out of this. So I don't know if I'll be going. I want I'm probably I want to go to Wondercon. I just The deal is cost money, man. Um to go is not a big problem.
0: Stopping myself from buying shit's a big problem. Well, and if you go for one day, you're probably going to want to go for Friday, Saturday.
1: You know, you've been to many cons with me at this point, that we prefer the Friday because of the lower turnout. It's a great day to walk.
0: Friday is a good day to walk the floor. Uh, So all the vendors are set up on Friday. Yes. Now, if you wait till Sunday, it's not as crowded, but a lot of the vendors have already started to break down.
1: And they're picked over.
0: Yeah. So while you may get an occasional deal here and there of a vendor trying to dump things that he brought and didn't want to take home with him um yeah it's it's picked over a lot of the vendors have already uh closed up and yeah friday is just it's the day to walk the floor
1: everybody has stuff yeah some of the exclusives aren't available yet because they're that's a saturday thing uh, but the excitement's there. People are chit chatting. You know, you will get five minutes with maybe your celeb of choice if they happen to be there. Sure, because you know they're walking the floor too. Yeah, it's a, it's the last time they'll get a chance before they're wiped out. Sunday they're going to be wiped out and they're not going to want to do it. Friday everybody's full of energy. Everyone's ecstatic for the next couple of days to come. I love Fridays at at the cons, you know, and that's why. I said, we go to San Diego, I want to go Thursday. I want to go Wednesday, Thursday. You know, with preview night's Wednesdays now, right? You know, mm-hmm. you go Wednesday, you go Thursday, you go Friday. Saturday,
0: that's ape shit crazy. And you know that the only way that we'll ever return to San Diego Comic-Con is... As exhibitors. As exhibitors.
1: Paying way too much money to get yeah. a table. <laughs> Which we were still considering up until recently.
0: Just to go. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's not just going. It... You know, if we actually have uh, content and it's starting to slowly build, mm-hmm. um, it really is somewhat affordable advertising. If you look at the cost of,
1: if you look at the cost of, of practical advertising, print of radio of television,
0: oh my gosh. and it is hyper targeted. At at some place like San Diego Comic Con, you have people all from all over the United States and to a certain extent, even the world. But all those people are hyper-focused on the demographic that you want to communicate with. So from a promotion and advertising point of view, it's worth it.
1: Well, we know Kamikaze, or Stanley's Comic-Con's worth it. We know these smaller ones are definitely worth it. Because the the overall... Cost is little, so your ROI is huge, right? Bigger than it's going to be in almost yep. anything else. Um, probably the best, the closest thing you have to it available to you right now is like internet, internet advertising, like Facebook advertisers, Google, it's like YouTube advertising. Those have been the best ROIs for your advertising money in recent history. Seriously, in recent history. Because you look at billboards, you look at TV, television commercials. Uh, up until recently, it's been radio and, cable and local cable TV advertising rates have been the best return on your investment. National advertising campaigns—that's crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, you don't get into that. You you can't get into that if you're a solo, family-run company, one-man band. That's that that arena is not for you. You know that that's the arena: national advertising, international advertising. That's advertised. That's the that's where conglomerates advertise.
0: That's where publicly held companies advertise. And you know, even things like YouTube. I um, understand that at the current moment, YouTube does not monetize unless you have at least a thousand followers.
1: Yeah, it's a thousand followers with four thousand hours. Of watch time, and then meet a uh, approved human review.
0: And what are the chances of a uh, human approving of the content that you generate?
1: Well, I, I think what they want to approve is you're not like telling little kids to go commit suicide okay. or drink bleach or anything. Okay. Or hate so speech.
0: You're not really worried about the. Uh, the pork Faction getting involved here. No, no.
1: No, and, and anybody who has a, has unhealthy elf fixations will still probably not have the authority to ban us from YouTube forever. All right. But, you know, on the plus side right now, that, uh, like, the Desperate Mothers ha- has lost their monetization because we were monetized up until recently. But under the new rules, we're not monetized. Well, that's okay. You know, we don't have... A thousand subscribers. We'll get there. We'll Eventually. get there. I mean, we we've got, like I say, we have uh, we've got dozens, if not hundreds, of of podcast downloads. We've got dozens of subscribers. We've got real people that listen. We just gotta get the word out, people. And I know we've gotta get a little more,
0: little bit more regular. Yeah, you have to bulk up that fiber content and.
1: Because improve
0: your regularity.
1: When we're out regular, our numbers go up. Our numbers have gotten into the thousands when we've hit like three, four, five months of regular content production.
0: Well, I I am a fan of what night is this Wednesday? Wednesday. It sounds like it might be a little rough on Matt. Mm -hmm. Um, But the I don't like Mondays mondays suck balls well
1: there's whole songs about people not liking mondays <laughs>
0: um i wouldn't be uh, entirely disinclined to tuesday wednesday or thursday in general uh fridays hey i got shit to do right um saturday you do, know the weekends man either i'm doing something or i'm not and if i'm not doing something then i don't know if i want to spend it with you
1: Well, plus the weekends is the day that I really get a chance to hunker down and get my head full of glue and foam and fur and sew. And if I need to make any props, those are days that I could really lose to prop making. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, video making. Yeah. Plus those days, you you just got to prioritize, you know. I, I see that everybody else wants to do other things. And for me... Oh, well, I usually have the weekend free. That's when I can be way more productive and do these long all-day projects. You know, I can't start four or five hours of a puppet project when I get home at five or whatever. I have to be in bed at 11 to be up at six, you know?
0: So this is an area where you need to work on your uh, planning skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm cool for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in general. However... If you text message me at 10 o'clock Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. the chances that I will be able to uh, actually participate in a Tuesday night podcast uh, have been greatly diminished. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I have those uh, wifely duties to perform. And <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: And, and I like the idea of Wednesday. If we have, if we do a Wednesday podcast, Wednesday stream all the time, like I, I would like to turn this into a live stream that becomes the podcast, the edited audio would become the podcast, and the Wednesday event becomes live stream to the YouTube channel, that would be great. Now,
0: uh, what what would be your vehicle for delivering the live stream? Does YouTube do live streams? Yeah, yeah. So you could, because, uh, uh, you know, I watch some live stuff on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, We've actually
1: discussed, yeah. like, man,
0: I've actually discussed
1: a service that lets you take your live stream and then put it out to multiple.
0: Okay, so kind of a channel aggregator. Mm -hmm. You're feeding it to Twitch, YouTube.
1: Facebook Live at the same time. Facebook Live, okay, yeah. You know, that would be great. Uh, We just need a, a way to monitor the chat functionality of all that. And I think one of the services that Matt was talking about actually does that. So that would be a good tool to use, especially if we can take the chat functionality from all three of those services and be able to monitor it and answer it back?
0: Well, it would be really amazing to be able to actually communicate with anybody that actually watches our stuff. Because right now we've got kind of a passive relationship with our listeners. Uh, We put stuff out there. People download it. But we don't really have uh, good two-way communication with them. We've had a con talk to a couple
1: of people that yeah. said they've
0: listened. Yeah, we talked to some people at a con, but, you know, that's once a year. Right. Um, we don't know
1: what's going on anymore. Are you guys still out there? Yeah. So uh, Le- Leave a comment on iTunes and subscribe. That really helps. And uh, shoot us an email or a DM on our Twitter. That's from others. At the Desperate Mothers, and we'll we'll give you a shout-out. We'll shout-out your uh, at Twitter name or your Twitch screen name or whatever you want. Proof of life. We know that the NSA noobs aren't allowed to. They've had a crackdown lately. I think if we ever hear from anybody in the government, it's going to be directly from Jeff Sessions. Yeah. And probably not in the way we want.
0: Well, he's probably going to be uh, after you because of the uh, destructive Elf on a Shelf videos.
1: He's going to uh, take that personally. Yes, or he's going to become aroused.
0: No, he's he's going to take that personally. It's uh, that could be construed as a, uh, you know, uh, attempting to harm him in effigy.
1: Oh, because he he, he self identifies <laughs> as, as an androgynous elf off the shelf.
0: Well, I mean, he has been frequently referred to as the uh, Keebler uh, elf. Has that kind of Keebler elf look to him?
1: Yeah, so that would be I don't know. I don't know how into elves he is. Just because he looks like one, he might be a he might be a closet elf hater, you know, like Mike Pence and the homosexual thing.
0: Yeah, but uh, you know, the thing is about uh, people in the current administration is that they would never admit that they hate something like that.
1: Okay, so WonderCon, uh, I don't think WonderCon is sold out. So if we still want to go, we should be,
0: um, you know, going, <laughs> buying our tickets. Now, would you want to do a one-day Friday only?
1: So can- one-day Saturday only are sold out. So you got to get yourself a three-day badge or a Friday-only badge. Three-day badge is 75 bucks. Friday only is 35 Saturday sold out. Sunday, twenty bucks. So, <laughs> you have to buy a three day, if you want to go Saturday.
0: Uh, yeah, and, and I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I also don't have a problem with um, just doing Friday, Friday only. On-
1: that might, um, that might scratch the itch.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Since we're not uh, exhibiting or anything, anyways, we're not taking we're not taking Jiggle. We're not taking what's left of the blender. We're not taking what's <laughs> left of the elf or the pork. So
0: maybe I could walk around with both of those guys. Yeah, the uh, security might stop you at the door if you try to bring the pork in. He does look pretty toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I should be sitting at this table breathing whatever remaining fumes there are. I know he does look dangerous,
1: he does look dangerous- and those
0: porks get all up into everything you know
1: yeah. they're they're all over everywhere, so ooh, so I don't know. I don't think we're gonna be going to uh, international comic con this year either you know i did I did put out there I did suggest that we just go and do events. Outside of the con. Outside of it, sure. Because there's so much going on there. Last year, people complained that there was so much going on outside the con. The year before, they started complaining about that. This year, I think there's going to be even more. So I'm really looking forward to even going there on the periphery and enjoying it. And then, you know, maybe cosplaying as somebody who looks like they have a badge so I can (laughs) go in. (laughs) Who are you cosplaying as? I'm cosplaying as somebody who gets to go to these things. Because that's as fantastic as the real thing.
0: You think you might be able to bluff your way in?
1: I'm not saying that I'm going to try.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying it would not be worth a try. You know, make sure you just don't carry any identification because you don't want to actually get banned from attending Comic-Con.
1: Yeah. I will make a new ID for somebody that I hate. (laughs)
0: Just as long as it's uh,
1: you, sir. You don't look like
0: Donald Trump. (laughs) I'm Donald Trump the third. Thank you. We could get you a a bad toupee and a Russian hooker, and you know.
1: I can't tell you who I am, but and she's not allowed to talk to anybody. But uh, who do I look like? I should go in. I will be your most popular attendee of all time. But we'll see. Um, I think I will do the sixteen, the nine by sixteen I, version. Of, that is a
0: total must see
1: of of the porg, that blender guy episode. So if you're watching this or listening to this, uh, subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. Please leave uh, comments in iTunes and Stitcher or whatever you listen to. Um, Spotify, I think we're I think we're on Spotify as well now. So we're getting the podcast in a whole bunch of places. Or I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> it could just be going nowhere. <laughs> it's just, I'm just throwing it out there like a dead fish. It's is like flopping on the sidewalk. People
0: are stepping over it. Yeah, well, people are clicking on the link on Spotify, but what they hear is, uh, you know, 90 minutes of static.
1: Yeah, that one month where we got like 15,000 clicks on the podcast, <laughs> our listen-through ratio was super low. <laughs> so I think they were thinking it was something else. It was like, wow, well, you barely stayed for the intro theme song. Oh, I think I can hear it now. It's <laughs> in the little ukulele music. There it goes. Hey, anyways, thanks for listening to the Desperate Mothers podcast. Check us out on YouTube. Follow us on uh, Twitter uh, at The Desperate Mothers. And until then, I will talk at you hopefully soon. I'm CJ Watson.
0: And I am Jack Fisher. Hop on.